This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, an author, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, and welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with me, Deanna Bartolini. I'm really glad to be here with you as we talk about our topic this week, which is a prayer I would like to introduce you to that I think can be quite useful during this time where many people find themselves a little bit confused, unsure of the future, uncertain if they are really doing what God is asking them to do. Before we get to the prayer, though, I'd like to remind you that if you have an eye on the calendar, looking forward, Advent is going to begin on November 29th. And over at my website, dianabartolini.com, I am going to be starting a course in looking at the Sunday scriptures. Uh, Every Sunday, beginning in Advent, we're going to look at the scriptures. We're going to have some questions to answer on them and spend some time discussing them before the Sunday Mass. So if you are interested in that, I will be dropping a link to more information about it and you can sign up to join my uh, newsletter and you will get information on how to be a part of the Live Not Lukewarm with the Sunday Scriptures Uh, sessions that we're going to be doing in the next couple of weeks. So don't panic that Advent is starting, but just be prepared. So the prayer that we are going to look at today is from Thomas Merton. Thomas Merton was a Trappist monk, and he was considered a mystic. And he was very active in social justice and discernment and vocations. And he lived actually in the Gethsemane Monastery in Kentucky until he died. And so here's the prayer. Um, I'm going to read the prayer very slowly. And then of course, I will leave the words to the prayer in the show notes so that you can refer back to them. So the prayer goes like this. My Lord God, I have no idea where I am going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end, nor do I really know myself. And the fact that I think I am following your will does not mean that I am actually doing so. But I believe that the desire to please you does in fact please you. And I hope I have that desire in all I am doing. I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me on the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, will I trust you always, though I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death, I will not fear, for you are ever with me, and you will never leave me to face my struggles alone. Amen. I first started using this prayer in ministry when I was a youth minister, which was a long time ago, um, like 25 years ago, 20 years ago. Mm, Yeah, 22 years ago. So at any rate, I started using this, giving it to the teens. Often we went on retreat 
I remember one year I made up little prayer cards and laminated them and I put little compasses, not actual compasses that worked, but you know, just a little compass in the corner of the prayer. And I go go to this prayer back and forth in my life. I'm not going to say I, I pray it or read it every day, uh, you know, for the last 20 years or so. No, but I think when there's confusion and when you really don't know if you're on the path, this prayer is so reassuring to me because it says, I believe that the desire to please you does in fact please you. So in other words, when we're trying to do good, when we're trying to do the right thing, it doesn't mean we think that when we're stealing or hurting people or gossiping that because we want to do the right thing and then we're not, it's still okay with God. No, that's not what that prayer is saying. What's saying is that the desire to please you, God, does in fact please him. And I think that we forget that sometimes. We forget that sometimes, that when we want to do God's will, though we may fall short, he still is pleased with us. Because when we are working and moving forward, then we are trying and it shows that we love and care and that we do indeed have a desire to be whoever it is God is calling us to be. And so I think that's an important part of the prayer to think about, that the desire to please God does in fact please God, whether we please him or not, because we are trying. And then it says, Thomas Merton writes, I know that if I do this, in other words, keep trying to please God, keep having that desire within me, that God will lead me on the right road, even if we know nothing about it. I think about that sometimes. There have been times in my life where I have felt very sure I was on the right road. And then all of a sudden, I was not on that road anymore. And I thought, what am I doing? Where am I going? And I went with it, right? I just kept trying to do the right thing and figure out the next step. Next step. And then two years, three years, four years, you look back and you think, oh, that's why I had to get off that road. And this was indeed the right road. And at the time, maybe we didn't realize that that's why God was putting us there. But ultimately, the plan is always for our good, right? God never wills anything that is not our good. And so it's when we we get off a road that we thought was the right one, and we get onto a different one that is still good. We don't always understand why. And oftentimes, it really is that God is moving us in a different direction before we even realize it. And then what does Thomas Merton say? though I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death. How many times do we feel we are lost? How many times do we feel alone, afraid? And maybe not so much totally in the shadow of death, but certainly in a place that doesn't have as much joy or sun or peace that we would like. And there's that shadow, that sadness, that heaviness. And Merton says, I will not fear. And we can say the same thing. And why does he say that? Why does he say, I will not fear? He says, because God is ever with me, for you are ever with me. God is always there. 
even in the heaviness, even in the shadows, in the darkness, in the sadness. And he never leaves us to face our struggles alone. Oftentimes, that is when we forget that is we give in to despair. And it would be unrealistic to say we should never have despair or never feel afraid. But when we stay in that place, then we run the risk of losing all hope. And then we really are in darkness. And so when all those little things in life seem to overpower us, all those little struggles, right? God is not leaving us to face them alone. You know, there are, there are weeks where we have lots of little struggles. The, the last 10 days, I've had many, many technological struggles, many technological struggles. Even now, my, my laptop is doing some weird thing. It's getting lines on it for no reason. One of my tablet no longer is working. I had to get a new phone. I mean, just on and on. Many things, all little things, nothing major. But I rely on these technology, on these tools to work. I mean, not only to podcast, but to do work. And without them, I'm in trouble because I need to work. I want to, obviously, you work to earn money, but also to uphold the commitments to different groups and organizations that rely on what I do. And so all of these struggles, and many a time, I simply would, would look up and I would say, Lord, I'm doing this because I truly believe I'm supposed to be doing this. So please fix this problem or tell me what to do to how to fix this problem or send someone to help me fix this problem. You know, ultimately it works out, not always 100% in the way I want it to, but for the most part, I've been able to accomplish the tasks I needed to accomplish, and that's a good thing. And again, am I sure that every single bit of work I'm doing is 100% following God's will? No. Do I believe that most of it is and that I've discerned correctly? Yes. And so I go again with that line that the desire to please God in fact pleases him. And that as long as I desire to never do anything apart from pleasing God, then I'm going to be okay. We're all going to be okay. It's when we make decisions that choose to separate us from God that we wind up in trouble. We wind up in sin. We wind up in despair. And I'm talking here about spiritual despair. I'm not talking about depression. I'm not talking about anxiety or chemical imbalances. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking spiritually. You know, we cannot separate ourselves from God because that is ultimately when we wind up in a place that is hopeless. And so Thomas Merton, this beautiful prayer, again, even when you have no idea where you're going, and that's why I gave it to teenagers, because teenagers often have no idea where they're going. But you know what? As I've gotten older, I've realized that we all go through seasons or cycles in our life where there's uncertainty and there's doubt. And then we have those seasons where we are on fire, going on the path, 100 miles an hour, doing it and knowing that that's what we're supposed to be doing. God, it's our desire to be close to him, to do his will. When that is our desire, then we will always be on the right path. 
even if it's not 100% going in the right direction, it will still be on the right path. If you ever travel with me, you'll know that I'm usually okay with going somewhat in the right direction, but I'm bad at the little details at times, right? And I think I'm the same way in the spiritual life. I'm good at the big picture stuff, not always good at the details. So I try to leave those details up to God and not fight with him about them. And again, we don't need to be afraid. We don't need to be afraid because God is with us and that he's not going to leave us to face our struggles alone. He will not leave us to face our struggles alone. And so that prayer is so beautiful, so much in there to to sit with and think about and see how it applies to your life today. And I hope you will take the time to do that this week. So for our Not Lukewarm Challenge this week, let that be your prayer. Maybe in the morning when you first wake up, before you start getting ready for the day, that can be your prayer, asking really in a sense that God guide you, that you surrender your desires to God's desire, and that you let him lead you on your path that day. That's our Not Lukewarm Challenge. Don't forget, if you're interested in signing up to join me for Advent Reflections on the Sunday readings, I'd love to see you in there. In there, That'll be great fun. It'll be interactive. And also, if you have a chance, uh, leave a review wherever it is you listen to this podcast or share it with a friend. Have a great week. God bless you. And don't forget to live not lukewarm. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe or tell a friend or leave a review. You can find all show notes and links on notlukewarmpodcast.com. That's also where you can find links to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you have a topic that you'd like to learn more about or want to tell me how the Not Lukewarm Challenge went this week, please send me an email at Bartolini at mediaangels.com.